0: Listening to a Sharesies podcast. Tena tatau katoa. It's Wednesday the sixteenth of February. You're listening to Recap, brought to you by Sharesies.
1: Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone.
0: And here's the financial disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with.
1: Any information we provide is general only and current at the time.
0: If you're looking for help with your investment choices we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider.
1: G'day there Alice. Hey Jose. How's it going? Very good. I just did a little boogie to the music there. You might have seen that. A little shoulder I did a little pop too. Yeah nice. Nothing better to get 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 the podcast going. Um, Alice and I were talking earlier today about uh, tickers.
0: Yes, we were.
1: Yeah, the ticker yeah. symbol, which is sort of that, uh, you know, usually like that three-letter or four-letter kind of symbol that denotes a, a company on, on a particular exchange. Have I got that right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And if you actually want to know, um, sort of the history behind it is because, you know, stock markets kind of predate the internet. And once upon a time, you couldn't just look up like a company online and check its share price and what? they use um, like telegrams and that. And so the code was, you know, stood for the company. I mean, you didn't have to type out like the whole company name. Um, on, on telegrams and all oh, right
1: so it's yeah. it's a holdover from uh, from like uh, old technology basically
0: yeah like there is a, a is a reason why we have these sort of you know couple of letter codes for different companies
1: i, I get a real buzz uh, which is sort of embarrassing whenever you know i'm writing a story looking at um the, you know the pages of particular companies and the and the code the ticker corresponds to the company so like bhp for example yesterday when i saw it, its ticker symbol was bhp i was like oh yeah oh nail nailed yeah. it guys i was yeah that's always
0: quite satisfying me personally i quite like ones that are like witty and quite fun right um like for example there's one that's like woof and it's a, a vet service <laughs> company and you've got um like crispy cream one is D N U T, so like donuts
1: that's very um, nice
0: Yeah. In fact, this kind of reminds me, there's a Friends episode where uh, Monica in Friends, she decides she wants to get into the stock markets and she just picks companies to invest in that she um, likes their tickers of. So, for example, the initials of her name she invests in, um, one called CHP because she liked chips. Uh, Unfortunately (laughs) for her, though, it wasn't a very successful investing strategy.
1: That is just classic Monica. Uh, and that does not constitute financial advice by the way don't (laughs) you have to do a bit more work than that i think uh what's your favorite ticker? just really quickly
0: oh i don't i don't actually know i don't i don't really have a favorite ticker.
1: i I I, just
0: i I, I just like those witty ones and i come across them i sort of like have a little chuckle to myself
1: (laughs) woof is very good i really get a buzz out of uh ford which is f just I just F. like the single, the single letters. Like, but F for four just makes me feel like that's such a flex for some reason. I don't know. I don't there know are a bunch of
0: companies with one-letter tickers um, in New Zealand on the NZX. From what I understand, uh, where they need a 3 liter ticker, um, right. but over in the states. They, they aren't bound by that. So you do see some companies with like one letter tickers or two or three or four.
1: Let's head on. Let's start off in the local market for today. Eh? Alice, what's been happening?
0: Uh, so Fletcher Building released its half-year results today. Now Fletcher Building is New Zealand's largest construction company. Its operations uh, sort of through its family of subsidiary companies span across manufacturing, distribution, retail, home building uh, and major construction and infrastructure projects. And Uh, Fletcher Building is listed on both the New Zealand and Australian stock exchanges
1: Okay so tell me more about these results today
0: so, these were for the six months to the end of December 2021. And for a couple of headline numbers, uh, revenue for the half year came in at 4.06 billion New Zealand dollars. That's up 2% compared to the same period a year earlier. And the company's net profit came in at $171 million, up 41% from $121 million a year ago.
1: Right. And what did Fletcher Building say was behind those results?
0: Uh, CEO Ross Taylor said that with operational performance and cost disciplines now embedded across the business, they were able to deliver a strong half-year performance. He did also point out, though, that these results were, despite COVID, heavily impacting the business, in particular that five-week-long lockdown in New Zealand, as well as those local lockdowns in Australia. Uh, All up, Taylor said that this cost the company about $105 million in pre-tax profit.
1: And did Fletcher Building give any earnings uh, guidance for the rest of the year?
0: Yeah, looking ahead, Fletcher Building said that uh, for the six months ahead, uh, it's expected to be quote very solid. The company expects to make full-year earnings before interest and tax of around seven hundred and fifty million dollars. However, the company said it's remaining cautious about Omicron and said that uh, based on its experiences in Australia, where it also does business, um, it sees a potential risk impact to that earnings figure in the range of twenty-five to fifty million dollars.
1: And did the company say much else about its outlook?
0: Yeah, the company did say it sees itself in a very strong position, that's a quote, and that it's, quote, well-positioned to drive growth. Uh, Fletcher Buildings sort of pointed to its residential and development businesses being well-advanced in growing their annual sales volumes, and in its materials and distribution divisions, the company's investing in increased manufacturing capacity, uh, and tr- which is driving product and market growth.
1: And finally, what did Fletcher Building's share price do today?
0: On the NZX, shares in Fletcher Building were trading up about 6.5% at the time of recording, sitting at $6.69 per share.
1: Thank you very much, Alice. Well, it's definitely earnings season because I've also got first half year results to divulge, but this time from the Australian company Fortescue Metals Group.
0: So we've covered Fortescue before on Recap. Uh, From what I remember, they're the fourth largest iron ore producer in the world.
1: Yes, they are. It's absolutely right. They are a big company with a market cap of $63.9 billion. They operate mainly in Western Australia with a number of mines, but they've also looked to uh, diversify recently into other commodities like gold and lithium, as well as moving into producing energy. So, for example, they are building a hydrogen plant in Queensland, which when completed is expected to double the world's green hydrogen capacity.
0: Okay, so how did their first half go?
1: Fortescue said that the underlying net profit for the half fell 32% To uh, $2.78 billion That's compared to just over $4 billion for the same period a year earlier. Uh, That did just beat what was expected by analysts though who anticipated a profit of $2.7 billion. Uh, The company's costs are also up. Fortescue said they went up by a fifth for the half
0: Okay, and why is that?
1: Well, there's been a shortage of workers in Western Australia due to lockdowns and border closures in response to a wave of Omicron infections. Uh, that's all made labour more expensive. Uh, Fortescue also revised its interim dividend payout to 86 cents per share. That's compared to the $1.47 it offered uh, last year.
0: Now, I thought that the price of iron ore was quite high historically at the moment. Is that still the case?
1: Yeah, so I was reading around about this and it seems that part of the story is that iron ore prices dipped sharply last year. Uh, This happened after the Chinese government started a whole bunch of measures to cool down and stabilise commodity prices, all in the name of helping manufacturers' margins and their economy. But in terms of the reduced dividend from uh, from Fortescue, an article in the Australian Financial Review was suggesting that was partly due to the expectations that the boom in the price of iron ore is maybe starting to recede. Uh, it turns out that in 2019 there was a dam disaster in Brazil, uh, a dam at an iron ore mine basically collapsed, killing 270 people. Now that pulled almost six percent of the global iron ore supply out of the market, and it drove the price upwards. Uh, but it seems that exports from brazil maybe are starting to recover later this year and the rejig dividend also might be a recognition of the amount of spending fortescue is going to undertake to meet its stated goal of fully decarbonizing its business but enough of that what about over in the u.s what's been happening there alice
0: Uh, It's another week of earnings results sort of following on with our theme for today. And it was Airbnb's turn to report on Tuesday. The property rental company Bet Analyst Estimates for both its revenue and its profits for the fourth quarter, which ended in December.
1: Great. Okay. Interesting. This I was actually wondering about Airbnb the other week. So tell me more. Were
0: you? Yes, I was. Uh, (laughs) Revenue came in at 1.53 billion U.S. dollars. That was higher than the 1.46 billion expected, and it's also up 78 percent year on year. As for earnings, those came in at 55 million dollars. That was actually a decrease on the prior quarter, but still came in higher than expected and was quite the improvement from the $3.9 billion loss that the company experienced that time a year earlier in 2020.
1: And that loss, I assume, was driven by the pandemic with global travel largely at a standstill in 2020. But did uh, Airbnb say how COVID uh, continues to impact its business?
0: Yes, the company said that the situation is improving and it's continuing to rebound from the pandemic. Uh, In its letter to shareholders, which sort of accompanied the earnings report, Airbnb said that the impacts of Omicron on its bookings and cancellations were less than what the company experienced uh, with the Delta variant. As for bookings, Airbnb reported about 73 million nights and experiences were booked in the fourth quarter. That was down about 8% from the previous quarter, but still up 59% year-on-year year again due to that rebound from the pandemic
1: and what about the outlook for the quarter ahead
0: airbnb said it expects revenue for this quarter to come in between 1.41 billion us dollars and 1.48 billion that was higher than the 1.2 billion that analysts were expecting
1: great thanks very much alice
0: And that was recap for the sixteenth of February. Thanks so much for listening.
1: Yes, thank you very much. It would be a help if you gave us a rating review on Apple Podcasts. Our emails recap at sheezies.co.nz, and you can also leave a voice message. There is a link in the episode description. Matewa. See you tomorrow. Bye.